Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Careful making wishes in the dark, dark, can't be so Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thank you for joining us here on the All Angels Podcast. We have a special guest today on the show. We want to welcome in Justin Anderson, pitcher for the Los Angeles Angels. Justin, thank you for joining us here on the All Angels Podcast. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me today. So, Justin, obviously, um, season's over. Your season uh, kind of got off to a rocky start during the summer yeah. camp. So, mm-hmm. uh, for people that haven't known, you, you, you had Tommy John surgery. Um, how are you doing right now as we're talking? Uh, so, right now, I'm doing, I'm doing really well, honestly. You know, uh, I just had a three-month follow-up with the surgeon on last Tuesday. And, you know, he, everything checked out okay. He said I'm right where I need to be. He's confident with everything that I've got going on right now. I'm, I feel very good right now with everything I have going on, you know. Just been getting after it every day, doing PT uh, at one place and then going to another place and getting all my workouts in. So it's definitely been nice being able to just be more active again for sure because, you know, this has been – it's been a tough time for a little bit because there's not a lot I could do for first few weeks. It's a lot of just – a lot of getting inflammation out and – just trying to get as much range of motion back as you can at that time. And then once eventually you just keep being patient, it comes, it comes, and then you can start doing more and more. It's, I mean, it's definitely been, definitely been a roller coaster for a little bit, but I'm definitely on, I would say ticking upwards now. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately this injury has become, you know, too commonplace, but yeah. with that, you know, uh, you have people that, that that have been through it. You have other pitchers that have been through it, and and you can mm-hmm. probably lean on. Is there a certain somebody that uh, you've leaned on to kind of get that kind of you know you know guidance or, or 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 have someone on your side? Is there a certain teammate or somebody that you've reached out to? I wouldn't say anyone in particular. No, I mean I've, I've definitely I've talked to Heaney quite a bit about it. I've talked to Cam about it too. I mean even though he's not you know, he's not with us right now, but I. I've definitely talked to him about it as well. And <clears throat> I've got a buddy of mine living with me right now. And, you know, he, I, he was actually my roommate in college. He was another TJ guy. So, I mean, that's just three guys right there that right off the top of my head that I, you know, I talked to quite a bit. And so talking to them has been helpful a lot too, because they're, they're all the same, but they're all a little different too in their own ways, just because we all heal so differently, you know, but ultimately, I mean, we're all still doing the same thing. We're all still playing the game we love and all able to compete at, highest level that we're currently at so it's definitely nice you know when it happened when you initially felt that in your elbow did you know right away what it was or did you you know I guess on the back of your mind you're always kind of hoping it's not it but did you know right away I mean 
I, th- I think I knew part of it, honestly. Yeah. But I wasn't, I just wasn't sure. And it was also, it also crossed my mind too. When I was out there, I was like, you know, if, if it really went, you know, you need to make sure it went, dude, you don't need to hold anything back. So, I mean, I'll never forget. I can, I can still see it. It was the very first pitch I threw to Albert in the inner squad, my first inner squad game that we had done. I think it was like game three even. And I, I seriously, I'll never forget it. Just warm up in the bullpen, perfectly fine. No issue with nothing. Warm up on the game mound, same thing. I'm telling like nothing. And then very first pitch I threw to Albert. It was a I'm fastball that just kind of got away from me a little bit actually too. It was ball one out of the zone. But I mean, it wasn't like I felt something weird. And then I kind of blacked out when I was out there on the mound, completely blacked out, just kept pitching through it. Wasn't sure how I was even throwing a fastball at that point. I couldn't throw a fastball. I could barely throw a slider. Was just still trying to rip it as hard as I could, and somehow was able to do that a little bit. But it's still, it was still just in pain doing it. I mean, still when I go back and think about it, it's, I think it's crazy that I just kept trying to throw through an absolute straight tear. Yeah, you know, uh, people talk about uh, adrenaline, right? So you were just out there on straight adrenaline. Yeah, yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, after this happens, after, you know, you black out and stuff, you get back there. Um, mm-hmm. what was, what was the, what was the initial, uh, uh, reaction once you cleared your mind and, and you went, Oh crap. Like, you know, did you, what, what, what was your, what was your, your, did you already focus on, okay, I got to get better. We got to get this done. Or, or what were you thinking? At first I was thinking it was just some bone spurs that I had going on in the back but I didn't know that it was going to be as serious and severe I mean because I passed three clinicals from you know three different people one one was the one of the doctors and then two were from two different trainers I mean I I had no medial side pain and that's what uh kind of threw everything off everyone off for a loop was the pain was all my pain was on the back side of the elbow so and you find out there's been some other injuries in the past where the, their pain has also been on the backside too, where it was towards. So it's, it's, that's definitely interesting how there, some people are susceptible to not having pain on the medial side when you have a full tear. And I mean, that's how it was for me. It just felt like I had someone in the back of my elbow just kind of like stabbing me every time I tried to bend it a certain way. So for it to be a complete tear, I was definitely thrown off by that. So now moving forward, what is the timeline? I guess what's your ideal timeline and then what's the timeline you know the doctors mm-hmm. and the trainers are, are telling you honestly it's we're all on the same page with it we we have we've all been on the same page from the get with it i mean realistically i'm shooting for september um you know i'm, I'm kind of counting for you know any faultiness that may happen in between because it you know it's it's just something that can happen it's the nature of the beast so if i'm back in our early in august you know too, that'd be awesome as well you know 12 uh, 12 months is re- uh, July 22nd. So okay. if I'm back sometime even mid August or even late August, you know, those are all, <clears throat> those are all big, big moments too. But for right now, I'm pretty focused on telling myself, you know, get yourself back in one big league game, you get yourself back in one big league game, you know, Lord willing, you do that and let all the ships fall where they fall after that. And I think that's a, I think that's a pretty good mindset for where I need to be right now, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I, I would, I have to ask this question and I, and, and it, with anyone that has a severe injury, not just TJ, mm-hmm. but you know, anything else, um, how hard was it to actually watch the games on TV? Oh, it's especially, I, it's, I think it's a little different in my case because I wasn't allowed to be at the stadium. Okay. So when I was doing my rehab, like 
I've been doing all my rehab at home here in Houston. I haven't been, I wasn't able to do any of it at the stadium because I took up a, I took up a tier for this season. And in case they wanted to, you know, obviously they brought other guys in at the alternate sites, you know, make sure they kept getting any type of development they could. So I basically, me getting rid of my tier one spot, you know, allowed for some guys to do that. So right. it was tough. That part of it was tough, not being able to go in and see every guy, everyone every day. Cause you know, normally that's how it is. You, you have your TJ and you either come in early in the morning, you have a session there. And then you see the guy, like as you're getting your days winding down, you kind of see the other guy, the guy start rolling in or you come in, in the middle of the, like middle of the day when it's a little, little less downtime for, for the guys in the train aren't as busy with them. So it was, it was weird not being able to see them every day going through this, but watching on TV was just as hard because I was just, I felt like I was useless just sitting there at home too. It wasn't like I could sit there in the dugout and, you know, Oh, Hey, I see this. I see this. I see this. Like right. there's just a different view in the dugout or a different view in the bullpen when you can see and you can pick up different parts of the game going on like that, but definitely watching at home, you don't get that advantage. So now with our, especially our first time guests, we like to ask them a little, uh, questions about themselves so um you know i'm gonna start it off i'm gonna go if you could play any other be a professional any other sport uh what would you be it'd probably have to be golf Ooh. <laughs> all right i mean if i mean but i mean only for the sheer fact of it kind of in golf, it's literally turn. It, it can it turns into like you versus you totally. There's the no you. There, there is you versus the other guy, I guess. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's you. You have to make this shot. You have to make this putt. You have to make this chip. It you know it's all the. There's no one else to blame but yourself. I guess Mother Nature can obviously has having its effects too in game of golf for sure. But definitely, it's it's you versus you when you play golf. So there's if you want to improve, you got to improve on yourself all the time. Yeah, Daniel's an avid golfer. I'm more of a – I golf, <laughs> nice. but not like Daniel over here. Daniel Daniel goes like every weekend almost. It's like every other maybe <laughs> I've not every, played in every, a while. every three weeks. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't help me at all, to be <laughs> honest. I've been shooting the same score for it feels like forever. But, no, it's, 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 is that like a pitcher's thing? Because we got that from a couple pitchers. Like, uh, so the, that's, that's a running joke, yeah, of course it is. <laughs> but, I mean, we all know, like, position players love playing golf, too. Don't don't get that twisted also. <laughs> but, I mean, it definitely – it's a huge running joke, probably a professional baseball. You know, oh, pitcher good at golf. What do you expect? <laughs> I don't have time on his hands. They just assume we all don't have time on our hands. Oh, <laughs> well, with you to be in the bullpen, I mean, you can pitch on Tuesday. You have no idea, like, you know, when you're going to get called upon. I guess – with the That's starters, true. it makes it a little more easier. You're like, hey, yeah. you know, I just pitched on Sunday. I know I'm good for the next couple of days. I can, right. I can schedule nine in. Exactly. Definitely. I mean, I'm sure some guys do that, but I've, I have yet to play golf in any during any of my professional seasons, even when I was – Oh, really? Yeah. Like during the season, I'm seriously – I don't think I've ever played. Yeah, wow. I haven't. During even the season, I've never played around the golf. Yeah, not even a day off. I've never wow. played around the golf. Okay. Uh, you're a Houston guy, Texas guy. Mm-hmm. So who's your football team? Hey, Texans till till I die. I uh, ride ride with them. It's hard. It's tough. Yeah, especially oh, don't talk about now. That's, that's a different train. I mean, getting rid of Hopkins. I remember the day it happened. It was just. It was. It was honestly the day after we got home from being sent home from COVID in March, and I was like, "This can't be any better. Like, this is the worst decision they probably could have made." Now he's over there having fun with Kyler Murray in Arizona. Their buddies having a great time, and then. There's there's the Texans over here with uh, with their hands empty, and then they didn't make the move today to, to 
try and get some draft picks. So that's even more frustrating. Oh, that's right. Today was mm-hmm. the, uh, Today. recorded yep. with the trade deadline. Right. So like oh, yeah. I mentioned, you are a Houston boy. Uh-huh. Take me back to April 23rd, yep. 2018, your debut <laughs> in Houston. Uh, a, when did you find out? And B, what was your nerves before you, you know, when you're warming up in the bullpen? You beat me to that question, dude. I was going to ask that. <laughs> uh, man, the news was, the news was overwhelming. I kind of, it was weird. Definitely that day was weird because I had a, uh, the guys that were throwing that day, ended up throwing that day were like, they should have had a day off or, you know, they should have had one more day off or something like that. It was, it was kind of odd. And I had thrown the Saturday night before it, I didn't throw a ton of pitches, but it was just like some of the guys that threw before me, there was some pieces that didn't make sense. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> and then after the game, that's when I got called in the office by, uh, Oh man, why can't I remember the guy's name right now? That's not right. <laughs> the triple manager from 18. What was his name? Oh man. I have the man. I cannot not visit. Ben, no, Benny was a pitching coach. Oh my gosh, I can't. I'm drawing a blank on his name right now. That's terrible. But anyways, he called me in the office and told me we were going back to Mobile, and I was like, "What?" I was kind of confused, but I was just like, "Is this guy for real?" And he joked to me, he "Goes, no, you're joining the team in Anaheim. You're going to big leagues." So I was, I mean, I kind of lost it right there. It was awesome, just the way it all happened. To what's funnier is earlier that day playing catch, playing catch with Hofacket, and then he comes over and he says, "Hey, you're play catch with one of these." I'm like. Yeah, it was it was a big league ball. Oh, and I was just like, oh. just, I was just like, yeah, I, I, I have. When he goes here, y'all should just play catch with this pieces for a little bit. I was like, all right. <laughs> so that's what we did. I didn't think anything of it. We just played catch. Hofag didn't think anything of it either. He's like, we're just playing catch with a big league ball, I guess. Wow. Right. So yeah, that happened during the during the day before the game even started, and then I didn't find out I was in Houston until my wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, she had said. Oh wait, you're actually coming home to Houston, and that's when everything kind of released at home and whatnot. <laughs> so, my host family there was awesome. Rod and Lisa took take a lot of good care of me. Take a lot of good care of a lot of guys that run that go through Orem and Salt Lake. Uh, picked me up, or not picked me up. Went home from the stadium, then they took me to the airport and dropped me off, and then yeah, flew into Houston. Met the team at the hotel that night. My girlfriend met me there. It was definitely surreal. I mean that that airplane ride though, like what. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like all you're thinking, like, I'm going with the big leagues. I'm going to make it, you know, I'm going to be the first. Like, what's, you know, you can't do anything on the airplane, but watch maybe a movie <laughs> or something like that. So what's going right. through mind on your way to Houston to meet up with the big team? Man, just the fact that I knew I was going home was the craziest thing because yeah. travel yeah. secretary was like, we can get you on a flight here in the morning and you'll be here in the middle of the day or we could try and squeeze you in. And I was like, look, I need to get there now. We got to go tonight. Right. So we did. It wasn't even that bad of a flight. It was like, I think it was like an eight o'clock-ish flight. So time wasn't too bad either i got in around 12 31 the team i remember the team got there probably around uh, probably 11 ish maybe 11 30 because i saw one of my teammates in the hall later on that night and uh it was definitely pretty cool seeing him and then seeing my girlfriend in the room too it was just like wow this is really happening now and then we woke up woke up the next day went had honestly just went had a normal i had a mcdonald's breakfast on my big league debut i didn't do anything <laughs> crazy because in houston they in houston they have a tunnel system and they're downtown, and it's a huge, it's a real big deal. Uh, tons of restaurants and little shops in there, right, and whatnot. So that's where we went down there. Went down to the tunnels, had McDonald's breakfast, and then getting on the bus was getting on the bus was probably a little more like surreal. It's like holy crap, this is all really happening now too. <laughs> you get on the bus, you know, you're actually you're more of a strict dress code. First off, I'm in I'm in like jeans and a button down now. 
Right. <laughs> and then going to the stadium, whatnot, see Sho, so shook his hand right when I got on the bus, said, you know, congratulations on being here. Happy to have you and stuff. And yeah, put, kind of just put my headphones in. I had a bunch of guys walk by me, introduce, introduce themselves to me too. Everyone was, everyone, the, the support and the welcome, like the welcoming was awesome. Like everyone's, you know, went out of their way to say hello to me or introduce me to themselves. Cause I didn't, I didn't know everyone yet, obviously. So that, that was pretty cool. And then just going out to play catch, it was going out to play catch was, it was totally different. It was like, all right, you're, to- you're definitely here now. We're out here right. playing catch and whatnot. It's, and you start having some people hauling at you. There's a couple of people who went to my high, like just went to my high school, like from the seventies and the eighties, finding out I went to St. Pius and 10th high school. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a a good one. In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more, but you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Oh, wow. Wow. Just yelling at, yeah, like, all right, because my high school runs pretty deep, and, like, the community, like, maybe not as much now, but, like, back when I like, went to high school, was there, and whatnot and the alumni there's really big deal is a real big deal and yeah i had people there's one guy in particular i remember every time i go out to the bullpen now in houston he's always yelling at me he just says <laughs> he just yells and says saint Pius. and this dude i don't know this dude's in his 50s or 60s yelling at me that's great so it's pretty wild and you probably had to see games there though when you're young right and yeah, now, now you're actually on the on the field yeah definitely i mean it's, that's that's what's pretty cool too right. you know went there watching all those games whatnot I, one of the, the most Game. One of the biggest games I can remember there as a kid was my parents got us tickets to the Boston Houston series. I can't remember when it was, but it was during the time one of the times in Houston was like floating around really good. I, forget, mm-hmm. I think the closer was the Valverde, and so okay. you know, Valverde was Valverde was a pretty good closer for those for those years right. in Houston and Detroit. 
And I just remember the there was a high scoring game. There was it was back and forth. It was the I can't. There was a it was a pretty high scoring game. I can't remember what the final was, but it was just like back and forth all the time. Everyone's on yeah. the edge of their seat. So that, that's probably one of my favorite memories. Here, I was a kid playing there, and then or not playing there. Excuse me, watching the game and then playing there was just you playing in your home sta- home stadium, right. not home stadium, but your hometown with your, all your friends and family. There is is definitely a cool moment. Yeah. So the you're talking about high scoring game, man. You were thrown into the fire. Uh, in that first series, man, you, I remember you came out and I'm like, man, this guy is like, just was it, I mean, did you feel the energy or were you, did you feel like you were throwing a, a little harder because it was, you know, the situation that you were in or do you even remember any of it? No, like when, in Houston's bullpen, it's pretty, it's, it's enclosed. So when you're throwing in there, warming up, I mean, it sounds like you're throwing a million. So you just have all the confidence <laughs> in the world really coming to that bullpen. Sometimes it's, Seriously, you're warming up in there. It's just absolute gunshots going off. It's a lot of fun. But coming out there to the bullpen, the door the door opens up. You walk out. It's, it's, just, it's just the lights. The lights hit you. It sets in a little bit right there. And then the whole stadium's quiet. Nobody knows who this kid coming in is. And I hear this whole section of just nothing but people that are there to help support me and you know watch what was about to happen. So that, that part of it, being able to hear all those people just yell for me was pretty cool. Definitely very special. So obviously now we have to ask the really hard question in and out mm-hmm. burger. What are your thoughts being from Texas? And I believe what the big burger out there is Whataburger. Whataburger. Yeah, for sure. Whataburger. Oh yeah. yeah. So what are your thoughts when you compare the two? The in and out burger is not better, but I'm not going to throw shade and say it's, <laughs> it's terrible. I'm not that person. <laughs> I do admit that I, I, I do like a good in and out burger. I'm not going to sit here and say it's a bad burger because I like secret sauce is pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't hate the fries either. I think the way that, cause the fries are fresh, aren't they? They peel them right there or yeah. something like that. Uh-huh. So, I mean, the fries are pretty good too. I, I'm not going to sit here and totally hate, but we're talking overall burger. I still got to stick with my home burger. That's for sure. What, what just way more options too. Yeah. I was going to say, which, what a burger are you getting? I'm getting the original Whataburger. It sounds very boring, just the, but the original, just number one, just the classics, very good to me. But I'm also like the the breakfast there. If you're there, yes, if you go there like at eleven, the breakfast hits you in a different spot when you get a hub chub. Go to honey butter chicken biscuit will hit you in a spot where you want to be hit. I love their little like uh, their little pies. They're better oh, than McDonald's. Like little- <laughs> I oh, remember I had one of their pies. That's funny. Oh, so good, dude. So good. Um, yeah, I, I stayed out in Houston, uh, in 2004, 2005, I was out there for a year working and, uh, so yeah, I know all about Whataburger. So I'm the opposite of you. I'm where, I mean, I'm going to prefer in and out, but I love Whataburger. (laughs) So, you know what I mean? I think it's just, Hey, I'm a California boy and you're, you're a Texas boy. So you got to stick with what you know, right? You gotta stay with your you gotta stay with your roots, that's for sure. But I, like I said, I can't trash a good In and Out Burger. <laughs> so another thing I've noticed uh, on your social media feed, which you're you're pretty active, and that's on Saturdays with uh, UT football. Is that, <laughs> that is is that, a, is, that is that more so fandom for UT football, or are we talking Houston Texans? Which one ranks over each other? Uh, Texans definitely rank over. Okay. I've just, I mean, Texas, the University of Texas has kind of just always run through my blood since I was a kid. Uh, I had a cousin that went there to college, just wanted to follow in his footsteps and go, I just wanted to go there. I mean, it's always, always been tech, you know, just burn orange and burn orange running through my blood as a kid. That's for sure. So, I mean, I always, I'm always pulling for Texas. I was there for some of the dark years. Charlie Strong years were rough. The Tom Herman years right now are 
they're so exciting, but they're so like, I guess diminishing is a word too. It's like you get this huge buildup right. and we're just, it just like get let down a little bit, but Sam's a great quarterback. I think, I don't know how great will be in the NFL. You know, he's going to get, he's definitely going to get more an opportunity probably to go play for a team. But I mean, I'm always, I'm always playing for te- uh, university of Texas football. Uh, last question for me. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you being a Houston guy, so you obviously grew up liking the Astros, I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you're now teammates with Albert Pujols. Albert uh-huh. Pujols would kill the Astros uh, yeah. when he was in St. Louis. But more than anything, what is it? How is it? How is it every day watching a guy like Albert Pujols and a guy like Mike Trout? You know, the Angels are fortunate to have yeah, these players definitely. on their team. How how is it to see these guys day in and day out? They're, I mean, their preparation speaks for itself. It it really does. I mean. You you hear you hear some of the things outside, and then you get to actually see it all like in person. Their what they actually do with their work and how their routines are. Like Mike's not a guy that always wants to go take BP outside. I would say I I would see Albert take BP more than I do. That's just you know that's part of the routines. You know Albert likes to be out there and probably see how he's hitting the ball, see where he's hitting the ball. And maybe Mike's like I just want to take a day or whatever and not hit BP. So think little things like that in the routines where they want to see things a different way or give their body a break for a day, stuff like that. I mean, the thing, little things like that are impressive. I don't always get to see like their T work or their cage work or whatever. I don't always, I don't go down there at all. You know, that's not, <laughs> that's not my area, but I mean, they're, you know, both of them, you always see them, you know, you see them watch film too. They're watching for any little thing that they can pick up on a pitcher, or just see maybe where a release point is or how a pitch is coming out of that guy's hand for that night or on that video, how, what the curveball might look like coming out of soap you see all the little nuances they do too, to make sure that they're ready to go each night. You know, and we kind of talked about this a little bit, but with Mm -hmm. with the golfing and, and, you know, all the pitchers are, you know, go golfing, but also I guess baseball players too, and just in general superstitions, that's kind of, you know, a a thing, I guess baseball players are known for. Do you have any superstitions? (laughs) I do. Yeah. I mean, so one of mine is my cleats. I don't have an order in which I put them on, but I have to tie them in a certain order and they have to be tied. I mean, it's probably more so everybody, everyone's like this, I would think with shoes, but my cleat, the cleats got to be tied a certain way. Pants got to go a certain way over them. I mean, when I get out, when I start my bullpen routine, my bullpen routine is so, so dialed into doing, okay, this amount of throws here, this, this amount of throws here, like each situation will dictate how I'll do that. Like a bullpen routine type of thing. You know what I mean? So yeah. it always it's always changing, but those my two biggest superstitions are probably just my bull the stuff that I do in my bullpen routine, and then definitely the 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 cleats how I not necessarily put them on, but definitely how I tie them for sure. And then always have a certain way of like putting on my shirt. I put on my shirt first, and then go to the training room, go grab what I need from there, and then I have to go back to the locker and then finish getting ready. There's no like go full uniform to the training room. I have to go a certain way, just my undershirt over there because then I go put my jersey on. It's just the way I have to do it. <laughs> it's funny. We, we, we talked to a pitcher before and asked the uh-huh. same question about the superstitions. No, I don't really have superstitions, but when I get in the dugout, I like to do this. And when I'm here, I'm like, that. I'm like, <laughs> it's like that, that would be the superstition. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's, that's a different way of looking See, at it. Okay. Cool. That's a, that's a good point too. So that's, a, that's actually one of mine. Like I always have, uh, always get in the dugout. If it, if I'm going to get out and go do like another inning or go get two more outs, I always have one cup of water right away and then I get my second cup of water and I drink a little bit till I get to one out. And then once I get to one out, I drink a little bit more of it. And then I'm two outs. 
I kind of had two outs. I leave just enough for me to take a, like a quick swig, grab a little bit and spit the rest of it out. That's, that's always. And then when I'm the second, I find out like manager shakes my hand when the, when I'm done for the evening, I'll go fill up a whole cup of water and then I'll put like two to three squares of Gatorade in it. And that'll be it. Now stuff to look for next time. We, for next sure. time you're on the field <laughs> and we can be like, where is he at? Where's that water? And it's weird because like those little things, like, I don't know where, like, cause I used to pitch and I used to pitch uh-huh. in college as well. So, uh, my thing was like, I would spit like before every batter, I'd spit on the back of the mound and then rub the <laughs> spit out with my cleat after every batter. And I'm like, I had to, I don't know if it was a superstition or if it was a habit. I don't know what this to call it. Thing. I get called out on my spitting right. a lot. Like yeah. there's, if you look on some of my, like, I think there's, there's some videos and stuff for me, like on Twitter of pitching, or I think I got a video of me pitching on my Instagram or throwing on my Instagram and, people comment about the spit and they always talk about how aggressive my spits are. Cause oh I, I noticed that after I strike someone out, I just spit and I get hell, I guess it is like super aggressive. And I just, I have no idea that I'm doing I'm going to have to check that out. Now. I know now there's a whole bunch of I'm like, like a rabbit hole. We can go mm-hmm. down now. It's the office, we got to figure out something to do to keep us busy. And now we, now we have something. Right. But I mean, that. seriously, that was something I would never, I would never just That's said, and if I did, if I, if I pitched tomorrow and did it, I would probably wouldn't know I did it again. That's hilarious. That is too funny. So, Justin, I want to thank you for taking uh, time out and, and chatting with us. It was a lot of fun. Um, Absolutely. Really looking, really looking forward to getting you, you know, seeing you mm-hmm. back there on the mound. Uh, you know, if, fingers crossed, hopefully the end of next year. Um, mm-hmm. It's not definitely, definitely in 2022. But thank you again so much for taking time out and chatting with us on the All Absolutely. Angels podcast. Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. What's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Our partners at Manscaped are forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology that helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor that powers a 360-degree rotor dual blade system. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience and is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. 
the only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. Have you ever pulled out your nose hair with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to delivering maximum comfort while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's right. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code armchair. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. The wait is finally over. Football is in full effect with many teams strutting their stuff. You might not be able to get to a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaches' props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head over to Bet Online today and use promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. And we are back. Thank you again to our sponsors for making this possible, making this show possible, helping us out. Uh, I also want to give a quick shout out to at Archangel Pins on Instagram. That's Archangel Pins on Instagram. He's got a lot of cool designs coming up here. I believe he posted some of it, some of them on his Instagram, some sticker yeah, designs. A couple, couple guys. Um, yeah. Uh, he gave me the lowdown. So there's some really cool stuff coming up. And so just keep an eye out for that. Uh, but. Uh, this interview we just had with Justin Anderson, great guy, man. Dude, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun. I'm glad we were able to catch up with him, not only get um, progress on his injury, mm-hmm. because we, especially with Tommy John, it, it takes so long for right. people to come back. I think uh, people just kind of forget, you know, until they're really interested when it happens, mm-hmm. and they're really interested when they're right on the cusp of right, coming, coming back. back. The kind of in-between, you don't hear a lot from right. guys going through it, so I thought it was a good time to... Um, you know, ask him if he's interested. He, he he said yeah. So we talked to him, and then um, great information as far as where he's at, how it felt right. when it happened, and and just all the other stuff too about Defin- his debut definitely. and all that stuff. Yeah, and you know, everyone and he kind of mentioned it in the interview where everyone kind of you know responds differently to a surgery or an injury, and it's it's good to hear other guys's. You know, we've talked to guys before with the same similar injury, and they each had a different experience. So right. to hear his, uh, pretty cool. But yeah, thanks again to Justin Anderson for for being really cool and and, and coming out here and. You know, it felt like we were talking to a buddy. Right, exactly. Yeah. And we even kind of stayed on a little bit after mm-hmm. we got done recording and, and, and talked a little bit. And, and that was really cool because, you know, these guys are busy. These guys have their own lives. Like, you know, you, you heard it in the in the interview. You know, he's married now. So, obviously, right. uh, he has a family going on. So, it was cool for him to kind of just uh, chat with us on the interview and also to just chat with us afterwards for a little bit. So, uh, really rooting for this guy. Hopefully, to get him yeah. back. Like I said in the like I said in the interview, hopefully by the end of 2021. If not, definitely 2021. 2022. Yeah, he, he's definitely a guy that you can 
look for in the later innings, six, seven, eighth inning guy. Can even close the game out for you. So right. that's crucial for the Angels yeah. to kind of yeah. get back a guy like that. You know, right? So hopefully he's able to develop, come back better, mm-hmm. and um, you know, well, always, always cheering for those guys and rooting mm-hmm. for those kind of guys coming back from something crazy like Tommy John. Absolutely. So if you guys, again, you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns for the show, you guys can hit us up at allangelspodcast at gmail dot com. That's allangelspodcast at gmail dot com. Halo underscore Haven on both Twitter and Instagram. You guys can hit us up there as well. Um, I know we're working on some stuff. We're vastly approaching a milestone here for, right, our, for I think, us. I think this this one is 199 right. uh, in the All Angels podcast incarnation. I mean, mm-hmm. Johnny started from the beginning. So those first, I'm going to say first handful, probably what, like 5, 10 episodes or probably wasn't with uh, me. Probably, I was probably 10 to 15 maybe. Yeah, so, but from the beginning to now, yeah. we're... we're vastly approaching the 200 number and um, hopefully 200 will not hopefully it will be 200 will be when they sign a GM and we start getting into that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. with uh more than likely, hopefully, with knock on wood, uh, Red Bollinger from MLB.com. So when that GM news breaks, that's kind of when we'll come back and and put another episode out there. Until then, uh, we'll probably take a little break from now. The holidays are coming up. But, yeah, as soon as that episode or as soon as that news breaks right. for Angel fans, we'll come back and uh, put a podcast out for a big uh, 200. Yeah, so be on the lookout at Halo underscore Haven on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm sure we'll post something kind of reminding you guys exactly. what's up. So yeah. with that being said, I am Johnny Mags. I am Dan Garcia. Listen to another edition of the All Angels Podcast. <laughs>